0: Hello and welcome to the Recruitment Roundup with me, Toby Babb, and today I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Rob Grant. Rob, how are you? Very good, thank you, Toby. How are you? Very good, very good. Listen, you're filling in for Nadia today for very special reasons. We are out in New York City for the first time, for me, since December 2019.
1: For you, Rob? First time back since we left and came home to the UK, which was October last year, so yeah, just over a year.
0: Fantastic. Look, This has been a uh, a really interesting week. Rob and I have been out here talking to clients, uh, looking to expand the team, Spent some time with our, our New York team. So we're going to be talking about all of that and all things growth in the US of A. There are a number of companies, UK companies we've been talking to, are coming out here and, and growing increasingly rapidly. There is a wealth of opportunity. Let's go into all of that very, very shortly. To kick off with, though, Rob, tell us a little bit about America. Tell us a little bit about your time over here. And then tell us a little bit about what you've seen from this week as well.
1: We've been physically on the ground for a little over five years now. We set up the office 2016, had three or four very, very, very good years, you know, double digit growth, then COVID hit. But I think what we knew, even from a very early stage, is that the, that the market, the opportunity here was phenomenal in comparison to the UK it was relatively untouched. And I think there's probably a similar number of recruitment agencies in the US servicing a much bigger market. Than there are in the UK, which means that the, the density of of agencies over here is much much less. I think what has been incredibly evident, not just from this this trip, but you know our conversations for the last six months, is that the, the opportunity has has almost increased. You know by you know a factor of five. Clients are hiring. You know there is an absolute war for talent. And all the relationships that we put in a lot of time building and nurturing over the last four years have really come to kind of blossom and we put ourselves into a really good position to take advantage of that. But I think it's it's consistent across the market. Everyone wants good people and good people are hard to find. But the opportunity to grow here is, is probably better than it ever has been, in my personal opinion.
0: I absolutely agree with that. Look, this is a really interesting scenario that happens both in our business and, and in, in other businesses. Everything we've been hearing from the, all the clients that we've met over the course of this week is that there is absolutely a, a, an unprecedented demand, demand for good people. Very interesting dynamic with the manoeuvrability of those people and what it's taking to attract and engage the, you know, the best people in the industry. This is, a, you know, in some respects, a bubble. You know, you, Both you and I have worked in the industry for a combined excess of 40 odd years and over that sort of time, we, we, you know, we haven't seen this sort of marketplace. it has been really good times, there's been harder times or in between, but this is this for me is a fascinating, fascinating part. But we're seeing it in the UK, it's exactly the same thing over here, where companies in, in financial technology are looking to scale and looking to scale at pace. The thing that is hamstringing that is access to good talent. Now what's happening is, is in good markets, sometimes people are happy because their companies are winning, their teams are winning, they're growing. They've got more stuff, more opportunities to grow in their team. And and it's very difficult to shift them. It's very difficult to shift salespeople who are winning and performing well. It's very difficult to shift technologists who are in businesses. And there's a lot of good businesses out here that are are, are performing at the same sort of stage. So the innovation and thought and the craft of actually uh, seducing talent, helping companies be accessible and make the right sort of choices and look at things in different ways has become really, really important. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts on how companies can do that and, wh- and what companies are needing to do other than And I'll say an anecdote actually before I finish that question. There is there, there's a financial technology company who are looking at a security person who were paying them a, a pretty arguably overinflated $350,000. A gaming business came alongside this. And offered not only to, to beat their current salaries, but to move them up to over $800,000 as a, as a package, which is phenomenal. So, what we're seeing is, is that companies inside and outside of financial technology are doing this. There are companies out there who are throwing more money at problems. There are companies there who are thinking creatively and flexibly about where they can locate staff and where they can locate people as well. So, with this inflated talent market, or cost of talent, should we say, what are some of the things that you're seeing in advising people at the moment and and what sort of conversations we have with people this week
1: well I, th- I think you just hit the nail on the head really i think it is about creativity innovation and flexibility you're not just competing with your you know your traditional whoever you compete within the fintech space you're competing with gaming companies you know you're competing with media companies the war for talent you know without something overly dramatic doesn't know kind of boundaries and in, in industry specific sectors so there's a lot of a lot of competition out there, and I think what what you have to do is you have to think along new lines. It cannot just be an arms race because that's unsustainable. And one one thing that we always see when we come out of these economic downturns is that there's always a correction. You know, people then go and and they want talent. I think it is different than, than what we've seen previously. You know, the the numbers being brandished around are, are phenomenal but it's a very easy trap to fall into. You know, it can't just be about who pays the most. There there has to be more engagement, or else you're setting yourself up for, quite frankly, just hiring mercenaries. That only ever ends one way that, you know, you're effectively, you know, being held hostage to the highest bidder. So I think what what COVID in the last 18 months has done has revolutionized how we work. I don't think that's uh, hyperbole, I I really don't. I think, you know, remote working was always seen as something that one day would be quite aspirational. The hand's been forced. You have to adapt to that. You have to adopt those kind of processes in order to attract talent. If you are continuing to do business as usual, you've already lost. It's as simple as that. And it cannot just be about throwing money at the problem. So I think you have to look holistically about what your, your package is, what your your value proposition is, how you treat staff, the time off parentally, you know, maternally. All these things have to factor into it. It cannot just be based on a dollar or pound amount. You have to look at what's really, really important. I think what's really key is that no two cases are the same. You know, what's important to one is not necessarily important to someone else. It cannot necessarily be that the same package is going to appeal to people at different stages in their life. So you have to be cognizant of that and you have to be flexible enough with that. Without breaking internal structures, you know, it's not it's not a free for all. But you have to be adaptable and sympathetic to each individual's needs and, and wants. So I think the companies that are doing well, the companies that are hiring well and are hiring successfully and good talent are those that understand the pieces of the whole that matter. Whether it is time off, whether it is flexibility, whether it is mental and health and well-being as part of the benefits package, whether it is about the best tech stack. Salary comes into that. Of course it does. But it has to be, you know, all those things have to be strong components of the overall package and overall talent strategy. Because, as I say, if you want to go back to the old way, the race is already run for you, unfortunately.
0: Absolutely. And we'll be exploring a lot of that in the Financial Technologies magazine that will be out on the 29th of November. There's a lot of lessons from that. The judges have pretty much unanimously now passed back their verdicts. We know the winners. And there's some brilliant, brilliant companies are in that who are doing all the right things to, to make sure they're able to get that talent on board and into their business without just breaking the bank to be able to do that so it's really interesting to look at that one of the features that i think we've seen over the course of this week out here in new york and and as i say it's been a hugely hugely exciting inspiring week for so many different reasons but one of the things we've seen is a lot of the uk businesses who have grown and grown successfully out there are now looking to uh, knock on the door of the us opportunity and we're seeing that door opening with you know, even bigger frequency and opportunity and, and scalability, etc., and all those those sort of good things in between. Tell us a little bit about what's driving that, what that means, and and what that means for you know for for UK fintech and in global fintech overall.
1: Again, it's just the scale of the opportunity. The country is is five times in, in terms of population the size of the UK. It's right for disruption in many ways. You know, the American banking system, for example, does does so many things really, really well, but there's also a lot of kind of legacy technology and legacy processes. So it is right for disruption. I think what I'd say to UK companies coming over is do your due diligence. It is expensive to do business over here. And I think it's it's very easy to fall into the trap of just doing pound to dollar conversions. It doesn't work like that. You know, you're you're gonna be kind of beholden to the vagaries of of, you know the foreign exchange markets the currency the exchange rate all these things factor into it so if you're just looking at well this is what one pound gets me in the uk to what it gets me in america you fall into a bit of a trap so you have to understand what the market is saying what the market dictates and you have to be realistic is now the best time can you afford to do that are you prepared to invest in that my, my honest answer is you should be, because if you get it right, the scale of opportunity is, is unlike anything you've probably seen in the UK. But you have to come here with a clear plan. You have to come here with a clear budget and understand by, by talking to us and lawyers and everything like that, what the market's saying. You know, we, we have clients that, that don't want to pay what an average salesperson is getting over here. But that, that's, that's the way of the world. Just because you want it to be different doesn't make it so. And it is expensive. But the rewards on top of that can be absolutely you know, ginormous. So it's a risk worth taking, but it has to be a calculated risk.
0: When people have done that well, what have you seen as the sort of common traits behind that?
1: They've backed it, prepared to back it for the long haul. They don't need to, you know, it's not viewed as, you know, a quick buck. It's not about that. The infrastructure has to be in place. And I think, you know, that, that kind of sponsorship from the UK side or wherever your your home base is, by talking to your clients, by saying, If we do this, is there a demand for this? You know, other companies have done it through incubation by operating the US market from the UK, which is absolutely how we started it. But it's a combination of those things. There's there's no kind of secret source. It's just about getting your your strategy right, talking to your clients, understanding what your clients need, but also talking to the experts on the ground, whether it is a, a recruitment company, whether it is a tax company, whether it is a legal company understanding how things work doing a business plan it's the fundamental you know building block of any business but i think it's really really important particularly when you come to america when it is slightly different there are idiosyncrasies there are legalities that you need to be aware of but if you do that and you can support it from the uk and you can leverage those relationships from the uk or europe or wherever you're coming from you'll be successful you know it's inevitable because the market is here The market is huge and the opportunity, particularly right now, is huge. But you need to know what you're getting into. And the companies that do that and go in with both eyes completely open are the ones that tend to be successful.
0: Definitely. There's also been some good and unusual meetings over the course of this week as well. We've, we've done a run, running meeting around Central Park, which uh, is never the easiest way to, ta- to talk business as you're panting around. Uh, 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 I've oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done walking meetings around Times Square and, and catching up with clients like that. It's, it's been really, really good fun, actually, to look at it and do things in, in a different way. But universally, it is that tangible air of uh, of opportunity that is coursing yeah. through you know, the streets of New York City at the moment. And that's, yep. that's amazing. that to me is very, very exciting. Which brings us on to to our plans and our strategy. A lot of the, our, our discussions this week have been about, you know, taking this business, learning everything we've picked up over the last five years and making sure we grow to be able to support the customers who are, you know, putting their faith in us and that we've built relationships with over that time as well. Let's discuss that a little bit and look at how we've approached this week and, and some mm. of the plans that we have for the US. Talk us through that, Rob.
1: Well, again, you know, we are to a degree a mirror of our clients that the opportunity exists for us because the opportunity exists for our clients. I think what we have a bit of foresight about is that there are jobs everywhere. You know, every client is is hiring, but we can't overpromise and under deliver. Mm. And what's really important to us is that we have the team in place that understands what the client's looking for that can deliver to that as well. So I think from our side of the point of view, it's, it's really trying to be, and we've spoken about this for years, that trusted advisor to the client. You know, I mentioned just a little bit earlier about the, the salary. What we don't want is people to just go, yeah, and, and tick off the shopping list of what the client wants. We're not trying to drive up prices, but we do need to be able to advise the client and, and to a degree educate about what the market is saying. So we we personally need people in in place that can do that, can have mature, intelligent conversations with clients that can that can talk about what the market is dictating, that we can talk about the availability and indeed the scarcity of talent. Um, so for us that that's a really important part. We have relationships in place. We can leverage those relationships, but we have to deliver. If we can't deliver, then then we're no use to to our clients, and then that relationship sounds pretty pretty quickly.
0: So let's talk about people coming into in, into the business. As we know, we've, we've got a number of different opportunities. We're into, you know, we, we intend to invest heavily into the, the US business over the course of 2022. What's that mean for people coming into it? Look, like if you know, we, we know people are listening to us all over the world. We know people are listening to it for different reasons from different sectors. Tell us a little bit about to someone listening to this as to as to why it's such an exciting journey to come on at the moment, and what's in it for them? Uh, you know, jumping on that US ship right now.
1: One of the phrases that we've probably used repeatedly to to put it kindly over the last six months is that this is a generational opportunity. You and I particularly, you know, we've we've been in recruitment a long time. We've seen bubbles, we've seen the bubble burst, we've seen upswings, we've seen downswings, everything. I don't think I've seen a market like this genuinely in, in 20 years. So in and of itself to be part of that generational opportunity is, is huge. It's absolutely huge. And I think particularly in America where, as we've discussed, it is, There are a number of companies doing very, very well over here. don't don't get me wrong. It's not completely greenfield, but it is remarkably unsaturated when you compare it to the UK market. So that in and of itself is fantastic. Salaries over here are higher. The fact that it is this generational opportunity that we we keep mentioning all coalesces to make it a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do some really, really big figures and really help your clients out. You know, I don't shy away from talking about big figures because if you're doing big numbers, you're placing with your clients and your clients are happy. So I think anyone looking to get involved, you know, would be foolish not to consider this as an opportunity because America is going to continue to be huge. But now is the, the, now is the right time. And I think working for a company like ours, who's established over here, gives someone both the infrastructure and the support and the client base to really make a name for themselves. Absolutely agree.
0: Absolutely agree. So there's loads happening out, out here in the US. It's been busy back in the uh, in the UK as well. There's lots and lots of different things going on, lots of different, I guess, in, initiatives that we're launching. Uh, next yeah. week, we'll see the, the uh, or the week after, sorry, Monday, the week after, we'll see the launch of the uh, uh, the financial technology. So as I say, there is a, a brilliant listing of the top 1% uh, workplaces in the financial technology sector, which we're very, very uh, excited to release. We have the official release date of Nadia's book, FinTech Women Walk the Talk. Yeah. That is now available to pre-order on Amazon, which we're super excited about to to do that. nadia has been working so hard to do that. We also have a very, very special mention. I I don't know if she's going to be too busy to listen to this. I know she's a big fan of the show. But massive congratulations to Harriet Lampley-Smith, who has just given birth to a beautiful baby daughter. And from everyone at Harrington Star, North Star and beyond, we're so delighted for you and Johnny. And uh, welcome to the family. So very, very excited to announce that news. Uh, new hiring is happening. We'll be announcing that we've uh, continued to expand the uh, the Belfast office. There will doubtless be new announcements on headcount over here in the US as well. More brilliant people coming into the UK team who continue to do some uh, amazing stuff. There is a wonderful set of opportunities with a brilliant business that Catherine O'Brien's working on and uh, has retained them for uh, a, a fairly significant launch across their sales team over the course of the next uh, couple of months. So if you are in uh, that world, uh, and you're looking to uh, to enhance your career in in uh, financial technology sales. Please do reach out to Catherine. She's got some brilliant partnership opportunities available with Solid Data at the moment. And if you look at the uh, Catherine's LinkedIn page, you'll be able to find a little bit more out about, about that too. Rob, anything missing that I'm uh, I've overlooked in terms of what's happening with Harrington Star and, and uh, what we're
1: doing at the moment. No, don't think so. It's been it's been a great week meeting the team over here. And I think we've we've probably both come away even more excited than, than we thought we would do. But it's uh, a genuinely exciting road ahead of us. And you know for anyone looking to take the, the journey with us, please get in contact with myself or Toby.
0: And indeed if you are looking to uh grow your teams or indeed grow your career by looking for good opportunities, we are Absolutely stacked with some of the most exciting people and some of the most exciting opportunities in the marketplace at the moment. So get in touch with us and we can talk about how we can take your career, your team, your network, your brand uh, even further. Really excited to talk about that with, uh, with anyone and everyone. Stay tuned to FinTech Focus TV. We've got some outstanding, outstanding episodes of that coming up very soon. Uh, thank you to uh, this week's um, uh, guests on the show as well, which were, were absolutely fantastic. Tune into that to listen to mine, Nadia's show as well. Loads and loads of good content coming your way. Uh, We really, really appreciate you listening into this show. Uh, If you have liked it, please do pass the pod on. We are so pleased that it's got so many good ratings, rankings, the reviews uh, that have have come through. They mean the world to us, and we keep on trying to make sure that we add as much value as we possibly can. So if there are topics you want us to discuss on the show, please do come in and uh, let us know what they are. If you liked having Rob on the show, uh, we'll bring him back. If you haven't, then just uh, stay silent. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) we will continue to uh, put as much content as we possibly can to uh, help grow this wonderful industry. So thank you so much for listening. uh, And we will see you all soon next week. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much. Bye.